0: Blog Talk Radio. 26th, 2015. You know what that means? That means another election day has passed. And you know what happened here in Virginia? Absolutely nothing. All the incumbents won. Nothing changed. If you don't live in the state, you probably don't realize that the Democrat Governor McAuliffe and his pal Bloomberg poured millions of dollars into a campaign to try to unseat Frank Wagner our local state senator. And just by changing the balance of power by that one seat, going from Republican to Democrat, it would have tipped the whole political balance in the state of Virginia. But never fear, it didn't happen. But I must say, it was an ugly campaign, and I'm glad it's all over with. You know, we were bombarded by all these campaign ads on TV. And what did I learn? What did everyone else learn? That they're all a bunch of scoundrels. It was all... I should have the sound effect queued up with mud splattering. It was all about slinging mud at the other guy, dishing the dirt. But it didn't work on either end. The election came out as expected. The Republican won. And... The Democrat governor did not get his way. Now, I learned a few things on the Mark Levin show about what was going on with that. That Up in the northern part of the state, the governor wanted to put on huge tolls. Mark had said it was something like $17 a day for commuters on the I-66. Well, that's not going to fly. And, of course, they're going to try the same crap around here. More tolls, they put on more tolls every day. But let's get back to what we started to talk about. The topic of the show, Kill It Now. And when I say it, I mean the Trans-Pacific Partnership. What is it? It's globalist government, that's what it is. I can't really say for sure because I haven't read all two million words of it. I doubt if I ever will read all two million words of it. Congress is certainly not going to read all two million words of it. It's just going to skate on through by default and bring about this secret government. And what do I mean, secret? Well, those two million words say something, but that's not the final word. You see, the people who put this thing into play, the unelected bureaucrats, who sit at the top of the pyramid now, can just say, well, let's change this, let's change that, and shazam, it's done. No democratic process. Nothing can be done. It's being treated like a treaty, but it's not a treaty because the Senate has not ratified it as a treaty. It's just Obama seizing upon his dictatorial powers one more time. Just last week, you know, I brought up the judge report, and the screaming headlines talked about two more impeachable offenses that Obama was set to do, and no one, no one at all, has ever proposed the shocking idea that maybe when you violate the law, there should be consequences. And maybe if you're the president and you violate the law, you should be impeached, because you got to send the message you either have a lawless society or you don't. Now, what's happening tonight? It seems like this is the opening night for one of the big blockbuster movies, James Bond. Of course, it's not going to be as big as Star Wars, but James Bond is always big. Maybe everyone's going out to see James Bond tonight, except, well, let's have a good shout-out for Lady Michelle. She's here and we have another guest here so if any of you want to put in your two cents worth on anything at all please feel free to call in and you can call in on 310-807-5158 that's our local call-in number or there's a toll-free number posted on the show page if you need that and i'll bring that up again later So we just got to see what's going on with the TPP. And we had a few preliminary results or views from the Senate, and it was ugly. Let's see if I can find that article. Yeah, Jeff Sessoms. This is on Breitbart. Jeff Sessom says, kill the anti-democratic trans-Pacific partnership in the crib. And that's where I got my show title from. Repeal fast-track authority now. And you see this is all done by fast-track, meaning that the usual democratic process was short-circuited and Obama was given dictatorial authority to negotiate whatever they saw fit. Here's what Susson said in the statement provided to Breitbart News. This, by definition, anti-democratic. No individual American has the resources to ensure his or her economic or political interests are safeguarded within this vast global regulatory structure. The predictable and surely desired result of the TPP is to put greater distance between the governed and those who govern. Let me say that one more time. This is where it's all at, whether it's the European Union, the TPP, or anything else. The result is to put greater distance between the governed and those who govern. It puts those who make the rules out of reach of those who live under them. That's right. It puts those who make the rules out of reach of those who live under them. In other words, a dictatorship empowering unelected regulators who cannot be recalled or voted out of office. In turn, it diminishes the power of the people's bulwark, their constitutionally formed Congress. So Congress is committing suicide, at least politically, by writing themselves out of the picture. They're just there occupying an office, collecting a salary, collecting a big fat pension for doing absolutely nothing, And we ought to just get all the bums out of there. In fact, my own congressman just voted to do bad things. I forget exactly what the issue was. But it was so bad that Mark Levin had to individually name all the Republicans who betrayed their party and their constituents. I should know what the specifics are, but so overwhelming, how's anyone supposed to know? I'd have to become a full-time scholar on this, and who's going to do that? Oh, here's some more quotes from Session. The TPP's endless pages Well, they're not endless, but it just seems like it. Rules for labor, rules for environment, rules for immigration in every aspect of global commerce, and a new international regulatory structure to promulgate, implement, and enforce these rules. It's the Trans-Pacific Partnership Commission. That's going to be at the top of the governing pyramid, apparently. And once it gets firmly implanted, there's no stopping it. We merge Pacific, we merge Europeans, we merge things into these global regions, and we merge the regions into each other, and before you know it, we have global government. Going along with all of this, Europe is committing suicide, and we say, Yeah, Lady Michelle says Congress will line their pockets with gold while we, the people, will suffer. And that's exactly what's going on. And Hillary Clinton has been lining her pockets, laundering money through that bogus Clinton Foundation where actual charities get a 6% cut, which is way less than what the tax man would get out of that money if it was done legitimately. But, of course, how do you legitimize bribes so ExxonMobil decided they were going to stop paying off Hillary through her bogus money laundering foundation and what do you suppose Hillary proposes yes we're going to start investigations of environmental crimes that's right environmental crimes they say that it's just like the tobacco companies knew that tobacco would cause cancer but didn't say so. They covered it up and denied it. Actually, ExxonMobil knew that fossil fuels, remember now, they're not oil companies, gas companies, coal companies, and now call them fossil fuel companies. It's newspeak. Just like 1984, you got to take certain words out of the vocabulary. It's no longer global warming. It's climate change, unless you're really ahead of the curve and you call it climate disruption. So they're going to do that and have hearings investigate records going back to 1970 when the quote consensus was that we were going into global cooling and I've played you that documentary and clips from that many times about how the ice age was going to happen how the glaciers would advance and I remember since you could say I'm kind of old They were so worried that they said, we might even have to use nuclear weapons to blow up the advancing glaciers before they crush our cities. And they also proposed things like taking coal and grinding up coal into very fine black powder and then spreading it over the ice and the polar ice to melt it. Now they're saying the exact opposite, the polar ice is melting. Of course, you look at Antarctica the Antarctic ice mass is increasing. Or is it? It is, if you look at the whole mass, but the people that are into the scheme are only pointing out what's happening at one little section of an ice shelf where there's an undersea volcano that's melting the ice. You know, undersea volcanoes are probably very poorly mapped and they put out a lot of heat and cause a lot of what you would call climate disruption that's not documented or understood. But it's not about that. It's about control, controlling the people, controlling where you live, how you live, how much space you have, and, of course, promoting the 100-square-foot living space. I've seen stories about someone living in a 100-square-foot apartment in New York City And now they're promoting these tiny houses, little teeny tiny houses, 100 square feet. Maybe if you splurge, you might get 200 square feet. They have two people living in. They used to call it a prison cell. But now it's something else. So they're bound and determined to cut our standard of living. The TPP is part of it. We've talked about Cloward and Piven and UN and Jin the 21. If you don't have a clue it's what they are, you ought to look at them. They're like the Bible of these control freaks, libtards, or whatever you call them. So what's happening here in Virginia? Part of the state is going to become like North Korea very shortly. You know, the North Korea where you see the map of the Earth at night where the points of light are, and there's this one section of the world known as North Korea where it's totally dark because the lights are not on in North Korea like they are everywhere else. Well, here's what's happened. I got a letter from my power company this week that said, and I think they're getting ready for the shock for the shareholders, it was aimed at shareholders. that you, Well, you're not going to see much in the way of profits. And for the customers, well, you're going to see some big rate hikes. Because they said, we spent billions of dollars making our coal plants clean. No, they didn't spend billions of dollars. They spent billions of dollars of their customers' money to meet requirements and make the coal plants run cleanly. So they jumped through those hoops. They did that job. Done, mission accomplished or was it no now the EPA says you got to shut down most of your coal plants anyhow because carbon pollution yes carbon pollution they say which is the biggest scam in the history of scams so they got to shut down the coal plants and do it soon because Obama said if you have a coal plant it will bankrupt you and surely it will with all the fines they plan to impose so what's the solution you cut off the plants, but you got to supply power, so the solution is to build a power line. It's a high-voltage transmission line across the James River to supply nuclear power from the Surrey Nuclear Plant to these areas that were formerly supplied by coal power. And we all know how good and safe nuclear power is, so I won't even get into that. You know, things like Three Mile Island, Chernobyl, and the Big daddy of them all, Fukushima. I've never heard of a coal plant melting down and making huge areas uninhabitable, but Obama digs nuclear power, apparently. So the plan is they build this transmission line, but not so fast. The environmentalists say power lines are ugly. You can't build that power line. It's ugly. It'll ruin the scenic views. And that's been tied up in litigation. And presently, it's in the hands of the Army Corps of Engineers whether that power line will be built or not. And it's got to be started quickly because power lines don't pop up overnight like mushrooms. They take time. So what's going to happen now? It might be the first area in the country to not have electricity all the time because when peak demand hits, the power just won't be there. And Obama, Pelosi and all those people will be ecstatic. Mission accomplished. It will be it will effectively make that region off limits to human living, which is then playing into UN Agenda twenty one, which actually proposes large areas Put off limits to human habitation. Highway exits closed so that you can only access certain populous areas. You can't get off the highways onto rural areas where they don't want people living. And it just goes on and on and on. Uh, So, we shall see. Is the Army Corps of Engineers going to do things objectively and balance the need for power against these subjective environmental claims of ugly? I think it's ugly when people die because they can't heat their houses. Meanwhile, this climate gate thing, things are heating up. Because the emperor has no clothes. It seems that p- when researchers have actually gone to handwritten records from weather stations and compared them to what's on the government database, they've changed. And it's not just random error. It's all changed to fit Al Gore's hockey stick graph Should there be a RICO examination? I think there should be a RICO case opened on this. Now, back to the presidential front. Ben Carson apparently claimed that he was offered, quote, a Fulbright scholarship to West Point, when in fact it turns out he never even applied to West Point, and everyone admitted to West Point, gets what you'd call a scholarship because what they pay for is not tuition, but they have to serve time in the military. I think he's been prevaricating, as they say, just like Hillary landed in a battle zone, dodging bullets, her head low, sniper fire flying overhead. Well, that was all total crap as well. Will this hurt Ben. If you use Hillary as an example, probably not much. People like Carson or they don't. The ones who like him will just tune it out. Everyone's gunning for Trump. When you're in the lead, when you've got the point, they're going to just fire away. I can't play it on the air here because this is, Show we've rated it general audience, and you can't have a bunch of potty mouthed five year olds talking trash about Trump and meet that requirement. They're using every word in the book, including profanities in Spanish, and giving the middle finger. What a commercial. Well, it doesn't sell me on anything except I want to see these people removed from the country if they're here illegally. And there's also a $5,000 bounty for people who can breach security and disrupt the show when Donald Trump hosts Saturday Night Live. Well, maybe it's going to have an effect because I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in years. It stopped being funny around the time when the old crew like Gilda Redner, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and that bunch left the show, and that was many decades ago. But I think I'll just tune in Saturday night just to see what happens. Got to do that. Maybe I should have recordings rolling just in case because... On the rebroadcast they always edit out things that they don't want showing it's happened before get your dvrs or whatever no actually you know i've got a a vcr you know the old vhs tapes and that's the way to do it you know why because when you record something on a dvr it's not necessarily recorded it can be remotely deleted any time your provider wants. There is a show Jesse Ventura. He had a show about conspiracy theories and there one one episode called Police State. It was about the FEMA camps and the stacks of, I wouldn't call them coffins, you know, boxes like burial vaults for like three bodies at once in a grave. And all the plans for putting people, maybe even illegal aliens would be put in there. But the police state episode just disappeared. People recorded it on their DVRs, poof, gone. People who watched it, saw the show, but it only aired once, whereas these series get syndicated and they air over and over again, and that's how they make their money. But that one episode must have hit a nerve because it only aired once. It was remotely deleted. It was on iTunes, and it mysteriously got deleted off of iTunes as well and all the other venues where you can buy and view video. So, all I can say is they can make things disappear down the memory hole, just like Orwell's 1984. If you've actually got a tape in hand that they can't remotely erase, you've got it. So, don't throw out those VHS machines just yet. Now, let's see. What else have we got on our episode Yes, the one last topic I mentioned, there's three things that have caused past civilizations to disappear, sometimes without a trace. Like they find these cliff-dweller houses out in the Midwest, out of trace. They don't know who lived there or why. Pacific Islands abandoned. Well, here's one thing that causes civilizations to disappear. drought. Condition one, drought. If you can't have enough water, you're going to get wiped out. Just like California and the Midwest is going to be when Lake Mead gets drained, dry. They have plenty of opportunity to come up with a sustainable source of water like desalinization, and they haven't done it. And then you have these people just pouring water onto their lawns to water the grass and it's a precious commodity. Then you have water just flushed down the drain instead of irrigating crops just to protect some snail dart or whatever that fish was, not even a native fish that wouldn't even be there without the irrigation canals. Condition two, deforestation. When an area becomes completely deforested, it becomes unhospitable inhospitable to life, especially if it's an island, the civilization just poof, disappears. I think Easter Island was an example of that. And we would be deforested right now, except for fossil fuels. Before coal and oil, wood was the source of heat. Wood was the source of materials to build ships, not steel, because you gotta have coal to make steel. Whale oil was the source of oil for lighting instead of kerosene, which came later, replaced by electricity, also generated by coal power. The whales just barely escaped extinction because we got coal power and oil to make kerosene. So don't just keep trashing Fossil fuels, they've saved civilization until we finally get into something in the next generation like cold fusion. The third thing, and here is where it gets really hairy, failure to protect borders. The Romans survived bad emperors and all kinds of problems, but they finally got brought down when they could not maintain their borders and the barbarians poured in and to totally destroyed their civilization. And I thought, well, that's like the beginning of history when that happened. But no, I had the History Channel on a while back, and they were talking about ancient Egypt. The same thing happened. Egypt had this big civilization with the pharaohs and the building pyramids and all that good stuff. But guess what happens? They couldn't maintain the borders Outside civilizations, outside people poured in across the undefended borders and just brought them down. Now, the same thing is happening in Europe. We've got all these hordes of so-called migrants, mainly military-age Muslims, pouring in and just destroying Europe, overwhelming their government, tearing down the civil structures, Cloward and Piven at It's the Cloward and Piven strategy in action where they just can't pay all the welfare. These people come in. The Germans are kicking senior citizens out of their government housing to put these Syrian migrants. Wait a minute, not Syrian. Did I say Syrian? No. A few of them are Syrian migrants. They're just pouring in. Sweden now The crime rate in Sweden is just totally out of control. They brought these hordes into Sweden. So, lessons to be learned. It's going to happen here and sooner than you expect if we can't maintain our borders. So, got to maintain the borders. And we are out of time. So, with that, I will be back here next week. Same time, same place. Hopefully for an hour Right now, I'm out of here. See you next week.